episode, we need to get really like edgy, edgy kind of kind of punk with it. We're okay. like, you know, a broken heart, but looking like a real human heart. Like that's the thing a dumb bitch would get as a tattoo. Like, yeah, that's the that's the kind of people I want listening uh, to this podcast. Well, see, that's the thing though. Like, if we're gonna go after that, I'm not saying that that market's not worth you know going after. I'm it's definitely attainable and very financial. It's a rich vein. But do we want to sell merchandise for the show in hot topic? Man, I'll tell you what. If I was yeah. to stroll into a hot topic and and see a why this not that podcast shirt. Next uh-huh. to like, uh, uh, oh, who who's the big thing right right now? I guess like a, a bandana with yeah. Steven Universe winking on it, and <laughs> and a pair of chain pants with suspenders for some reason, and we're just uh-huh. slapping the middle of those two things. Yeah, I would go. Somebody really might buy this. Somebody really might purchase this thing. That or they will at least think it's a band. And they will, um, is that a thing? Like, what? I haven't been to a Hot Topic in a long time. Do they still do band shirts? Because there's not even really bands anymore. Uh, I mean, you're, you are absolutely right that they're, uh, bands have stopped existing. Um, well, I mean, bands but, in the way that, like, I know that pop music still happens, but yeah. but I can't think of any new, like, alternative rock bands that exist. No, the uh, the new alternative rock band is Twenty One Pilots, even though they uh, they rap as well. Oh, yeah, they're the thing now. Are they not just Lincoln Park? Would that not just make them Lincoln Park? No, they don't. They're not as hard as Lincoln Park. Like they don't have any. You know, they have yelling and whatnot. <laughs> they have the yelling, but they don't have the the raspy timbre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have the heart. Uh, and that goes back to to what we need to do. Of instead of having a broken cartoon heart, we need to have a broken actual human heart. Yeah. Or, um, so we can sell it in Hot Topic. Yeah, that that'll <laughs> that that'll move some merch. That'll that'll do some numbers. Uh, I mean, this is fun. It's not bad. Is oh wait, what? Yeah, yeah, no, we're recording. Oh, uh, no. Oh, well, then I have an announcement. Ooh. Um, everyone listen. There is a movie that came out recently called um, You Better Watch Out. Okay. It is advertised, the trailer advertises it as a as a slant or a a, a new take on on a home alone style situation of people breaking into a house and and then the kid or kids in in this instance uh, mm-hmm. end up torturing the people who break in and so instead of being like oh hey I'm doing this for my protection it's it's more so like oh hey I've realized now in this situation that I like hurting people I'm going to torture these burglars and that okay. is the impression it gives off, which sounds amazing. What the movie yeah. is actually is just one kid is horrible and kills absolutely everyone. And there were never any burglars. He is only evil the whole time. Okay. So this is a bad movie. And this is another movie that really disappoints me because I have been looking Ever since I was about 17, I have wanted somebody to just take Home Alone and say, hey, 
what if we just kept all the traps the same, but just yeah. made it realistic? Like, if that guy gets electrocuted, he would die. Stomping on a nail. Yes. I want to see the blood. Have it go through the foot. Like, I want, I want, yeah. like, I want the people to get fucked up. Yeah. But literally keep everything else the same, pretty much. I have been searching for this movie mm-hmm. for 10 years, and I finally thought it was going to happen. And it sucked. And it sucked, and they didn't do it right at all. It was just a worse version of the movie Funny Games, because at least Funny Games yeah. lets you know immediately in the trailer, hey, we're two bad guys, and we're going to kill a lot of family. <laughs> that's, yeah, like that, and that's that, the deal. That is the, that is the whole thing. Yeah, yeah you're not, you're not going there cool. hoping you're going to see Big Violent Home Alone. And it's just, and it no. made me so mad. And there are two other movies that, that almost got it right. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're also uh, wanting to see the genre of Home Alone, but but bumped up, there was another movie called uh, called Don't Speak. Do you remember that one, Drew? Don't speak. Yeah. I it's do don't not speak. It is the it is a movie about three people breaking into a blind man's house to steal all of his money. And so what okay. ends up happening is it turns out this blind man is like a veteran, and so he's got really good hearing, and so he eventually like starts. <laughs> going back after him and trying to like kill him because they broke into his house and you think oh okay this is cool this is like a comeuppance to the people breaking into the house nope it turns out in this guy's basement he has been holding a woman captive for about six months and he has impregnated her with his seed so that his legacy can live on so instead of it being really cool nah he was a bad guy still so it's okay that they broke into this man's house because, you know, he was actually he was evil. actually evil the whole time, much worse than any of the people breaking in. And they were so fucking close. Then there's a third movie. There's a third movie that is called a uh, hush. Now, this one's a little different because but on Netflix, no. on hush, yeah. it's the they advertise it. They say uh, a man tries to break into the house of a deaf woman. And, and like mm-hmm. torture or whatever, but he finds out the hard way that that's not going to be so easy. So when you hear that, you think, oh, okay, this guy breaks in here, this deaf woman fucks his shit up, and that's the yeah. whole thing. No. An hour and 20 minutes of this movie is this guy just pretty much almost killing this deaf woman. She only stops him in the last 10 minutes. So all of the description is is just, oh, she wins. <laughs> she yeah, she yeah. wins, but it is not at all a like, hey look I'm I'm victorious. No, like her like her best friend dies, a policeman gets killed, like a cat almost gets shot with Jesus. a bow and arrow or something. And it only she only huh. barely makes it, but they made it seem in the description like oh wow this guy fucked up, but no, well, like a hard candy, yeah, like a hard candy thing, kind of but deal. Not. And so please directors, if any directors are listening to this podcast. Just take fucking Home Alone, the exact story, except maybe get like 10 bandits so you can have a lot of people yeah. die and just do the exact yeah. same traps, but just make it realistic. And don't give me, oh, just, and another fucking thing about this movie is that this kid is like 12 and he, and he manages to kill yeah. like all these people and like two of them are practically adults. They rocket powered that shit. And fucking auto rocketed this, <laughs> this stupid movie of like, oh, look at how smart and talented this 12 year old is. No, if you put a 12 year old in a sporting event with a bunch of adults, they're going to do worse than the adults who've been doing it like for literally ever. You're never going to convince me that auto yeah, rocket had more goddamn talent 
in any of these sports when he competed against adults than any of these adults did. You don't fucking give me that shit, and you don't give me a a, a super smart fucking 12-year-old thinking that he can mastermind a plot to kill four people. No, it's not going to work. Eat eat a hundred digs. Just give me Home Alone. Just give me Home Alone 4. No, yeah. that one exists. Give me Home Alone 5. Yeah, but like brutal. Like, but like, yeah, get Rob Zombie or Quentin Tarantino, preferably both, and just have them <laughs> direct it. I want to. Rob that's Tarantino, what I want. Quentin Zombie. I haven't been more disappointed by a movie in so long. In just so long, Drew. I don't see movies I don't like. Well, here's the thing. I thought I would like it because it was advertised as a good movie. <laughs> they well, see, that's didn't a, do it. Although I will say the beginning of this year, I saw John Wick 2 and I saw yeah. Get Out within like oh. a month of each other. Well, the start of this year, two very good movies. And so it only makes sense to end it with just a pile of actual, actual trash garbage. Man, um, Get Out's so good. Get Out is so good, and I love picked up John that Wick steel too. book. It's so. Uh, I don't so have the steel book for that, but I do have the steel book for John Wick too, and it's mwah, 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 kiss my fingers just, just like that. I it's, get, mwah, it's, spaghetti kisses. Like I like I saw it in like the art. Like normally, you know, the steel books are like really stylized art, but the 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 the, uh, the art on the steel book for Get Out is just it's like a shot of just the eyes of um uh, of the main character and then it's get out directed by jordan peele i'm like that's really plain for a steel book but it was also like a 15 dollars blu-ray i was gonna buy it and then look on the back and the back's just like a just the teacup on the saucer and like ooh, that's real subtle that's real good oh that is really good that's good because and the thing i like most about steel books is that steel books are made specifically like it's it's they're made for people who have seen the movies or yes. like just a regular box is just like, oh, okay, because the still book leaves out a lot of the details. You look at a box and you see Dwayne the Rock Johnson holding a pistol and 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 you see uh, Kevin Hart like in the background looking surprised. You know what that's going to be about. You know yeah. that's going to be bad. <laughs> but if you see like a still book <laughs> for that same movie, you're going to have no idea. It's probably just like 14 bullet holes and then like a clown face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, like, small yellow print. It's like Central Intelligence. And that's what that movie's about. Yeah, that movie sucks. Like, oh, I hate that movie. Um, <laughs> Never saw it. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's really, really <laughs> not very good. Um, but We are back from uh, intermission. We are. Uh, th- yeah, this is, our, this is our Break the Bank series uh, for to keep people up to date. Uh, the show, Why This Not That, this is a uh, cost-benefit analysis applied to silly things, <laughs> which I am coming around to know is not a good way to advertise the I show. I really like cost-benefit for silly things. I think it's cute. It doesn't, it doesn't get, there's no, there's nothing exciting about it. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, like, what, do you, what do you want? Ooh, I tell you what, Drew, I know how to spice things yeah. up. Okay. Okay. So take our icon. You know how it has speech bubbles? Yes. I want you to just do a gradient of the colors, take off the thing that says why this, not that, 14 bullet holes. Okay, you do 14 bullet holes, a clown face okay. at the bottom right, and then a yellow text at the bottom, central intelligence. intelligence. <laughs> and that'll be our new icon. So people who have listened to our podcast are going to know what that means, and they're going to be willing to buy the Steelbook version of the podcast. Of, of the podcast. 
and, and then like new people are going to be kind of like, oh, that looks exciting, but I don't really know what's happening there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't quite know. I'm just going to buy the regular edition. I don't really know. Yeah, I'm going to buy the regular edition. <laughs> <laughs> the Blu-ray audio only release. So have you seen any of the Kevin Hart, Dwayne The Rock Johnson movies? God, no. No. Literally okay. never. I think uh, that's a good place to start at then. Because yeah. I thought I'd have to leave. <laughs> I thought yeah. I was going to have to get off. No, like it's. I mean, look and look. Dwayne Johnson and Kevin and Kevin Hart. They they have fun. Like they they have a good old time together, and they make their money. But I don't need to be involved with that. I don't need to be a part <laughs> of what they're doing. They they can go off, and they can hang out with their film crew, and they can do whatever they want to do, and they have their good old time. They don't need to. They don't need to get me involved. They don't have to have me co-sign on that. I don't need to be in that. That's not It'd be me. nice if you would, if you would at least I, let them I, I, know. I appreciate because they, they keep ask. making all of these movies and you never respond. Yeah, I, I appreciate <laughs> that they ask. I'm just so busy. You know, I work retail. I get the <laughs> yes, the holidays. Yes, you can't expect me to see your movies that you work on for like years at a time. You can't expect yeah. me to ever have a chance to get in there. Do you know how often I work during Christmas? Three years. Three. Years. <laughs> I, I have work. three year yeah. shifts because of this holiday. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy man. Capitalism's this whole thing, and I got like, <laughs> you know what I YouTube agree. go watch. You have a what? Uh, <laughs> and this is our break the bank series uh and this one uh any any questions that we don't get during a standard show or any ones that just don't fit just go right on into the bank we currently as of the start of recording on this bad boy are at 198 <laughs> it's like we don't ever make a dent and yeah i think so, last time yeah. we had 195 yeah, we went up three. Johan <laughs> Gutenberg. So that's how we're doing it right now. Uh, and so uh, we just plug on into random.org, have a number between two and 198 on account of how Excel spreadsheets work in case uh, it's the audience didn't know that. And that's going to generate the number 57, which Daniel uh-huh. is going to lead us into, into our first question. And this question is asked by friend of the show, me. Thank you, me. You're welcome. And me asks, uh, Daniel, okay, <laughs> what do <laughs> I am curious as to how I even want to start this? Yeah, just, and just again, throw it out. And, and again, uh, I, well, I want to make it hard to answer. No, make it so, easy. Uh, so the, the, <laughs> I'm just going to start know, doing that. I'm just going to make this an easy one for me. <laughs> you're, all right, so, Daniel, the context here uh-huh. is that you are a captain of industry circa, like, 1890. You're like a, like a Andrew Carnegie. You're like a, like, own the whole shit, See, millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> okay. And, and I know you're a history buff and you get all these references. Yes. You're, you're just a big old capitalist and you're trying to – that doesn't work for the question I ask. Because that'll make it. You don't know. No, actually, no. Fuck it. No, I'm making it easy for you. Now, Thank I you. Guess. Okay, good. Um, yeah, and you, you're trying to. You're trying to integrate your whole business vertically. You're trying to get all the aspects of it. And so, with that in mind, this real lowball. Uh, the question I asked Daniel is why monopoly and not polygamy. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. 
Um, and now, well, Akeem, it's 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 you you ha- you're going for a monopoly. We accept that you're trying really to be the a first big... question. We start with we're starting off on the bat, but why <sighs> why monopoly over polygamy specifically? Okay, well, uh, let me bring up my handy dandy notebook and see. Are you gonna Google search what polygamy is? <laughs> no, I know what polygamy is. I don't know what a monopoly is. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I've played Polygamy, the board game. <laughs> I always run That's out of hotels. Because everybody wins. It's, just, it's like the game of life, but when you hit the spot where you marry one of the other, what, like you put a husband or wife in your car, you just put the other player's piece in your car, and you ride together. And you guys and, are just... And- and, and just you just going, go yeah. around the board and you go through life at the same time with all the people playing. Um, mm-hmm. I will say yeah. that that I wouldn't, uh, if I was, who am I again, Andrew you, Jackson? You're, you're a CEO, a big businessman. Okay, yeah. And so yeah. the exclusive possession or control of the supply or trade in a commodity or service. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. If I was running a business, I would yeah. prefer to not have any competitors or <laughs> any suck ups. I would rather just I'd want the whole thing. Yeah. If I'm if I'm being polygamous, then uh. that means that even though I, I do single handed well, no, I wouldn't single handedly own all the stuff. I would I would not. have I would have my my revenue split among other competing businesses. And then also I would have like eight husbands and wives that I have to split just my income with. I don't want to do that. I don't want to split it with anybody. Let me just have that. I'm going to marry me and I'm going to own the business of myself and I'm going to supply and trade me to me for commodities and services. I know what I like Mm -hmm. and what I don't like is multiple husbands and wives. Also, yeah. Um, and I think this is the main reason why uh, polygamy is such a, a big deal and why it's illegal, which I know also monopolies are not really supposed to happen. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. You start getting yeah. multiple husbands and wives, that really messes up, like, tax returns. Oh, uh, okay. Because, you know, you can file joint with, like, you and your, and your wife or you and your husband. But then when you start yeah. adding in all of these additional incomes to your household from these, that really yeah. muddies up the works. And so it's just, it's a lot more work than is worth. Okay. We're having a monopoly so it, while yeah. bad in general for everyone else is at least yeah. all the money's going to one place and is, and you well, have and to do a lot less paperwork, a lot less. And, and also, and it also comes down to if you, in addition to like all the additional incomes, it's all the additional spouses. You're probably going to get audited on your taxes. And if you're trying to run a business, you don't want you don't want the IRS looking deep in your records. You want them to let it go. Cause you're probably doing some shady shit yeah. to get some extra, you know, money and, the, and you don't want them to invite curiosity. Yeah. And I, and in addition, I don't want to have to come home after a very long day uh, and have work be hard. And I come in and I sit down, and I'm like, Oh, work really work was real tough. And then my first wife comes up and says, Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, honey. And then from the other side of the room, like out of a closet, a second wife comes in and says, Oh, sweetie, <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. And then like coming just through the ceiling, my husband says, "Aw, dear, are you okay?" And then through the floor, just whatever other thing is around, it's just like, "Oh, my darling, sweet baby bear." And then I am eventually suffocated. 
but just the mass of human human affection I'm receiving from my various husbands and wives. I can't handle that pressure. I just want all the money. Just <laughs> Let me have all of it. Fair. Yes. No, it isn't. <laughs> I will tell you a monopoly is not. But, <laughs> but... I can I can tell you that for certain, but but I will say that uh, I'd rather just have sole possession of a thing than have to, you know. I, and also, I don't have that much love in me, honestly. Like, I just, uh, like truthfully, like if I, if I am more, I'm I'm I have enough love to like have a monopoly and know that I'm hurting the rest of the world with it. So long as, like, at least me is happy. I can love me, but I can't split that much love, especially with less income among six or seven. And I, by the way, if you are polygamous, I hope I'm, I'm not meaning to paint you all as, like, monsters who get just upwards of, of five or so. Like, I know that usually it's, like, just two or three, like, at, yeah. at most that I've heard of. <laughs> I don't think people get like eight. I think I'm going to go on the record and say that I'm pretty sure our podcast doesn't have an audience size to where you need to worry about offending polygamists. You would think, but here's the thing about it is that I know of at least one of the people who listens to our podcast is polygamist. <laughs> well, is it, I think it's, uh, is it polygamist or polyamorous? I think it's polyamorous, no, they, which is a different. Well, they, they are polygamist in theory. They're not married. And they probably won't yeah. be. <laughs> so then they are not polygamists. No, like, it's, it's one of those. It's one of those things where where you know how some people when they really want to make a point they'll say they're a thing that's impossible to say. It's like you know if I was to tell you I'm bisexual, it's like yeah okay yeah. I guess. But are you sucking a dick right now? No, I'm not, and I never have. <laughs> but so it it is a it's a statement Wait, based in nothing. So, so it's, it's the, the person is saying that they are polygamist, but they are not married, even yeah, though that is. But they're like really literally the definition. Yes. So, so, so that's that's not even like a, a like oh because you can be bisexual and not be sucking a dick currently. Like I I understand you have multiple parts of your day, but like you'd be surprised that that is that is that is that is more similar to this people like the 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 clickbait bullshit. That's like I'm an introverted extrovert or some bullshit. Like I would that. not be surprised if, if the be... person that I am referring to um hasn't said that same thing. It's it's those are the polar opposite yes. things. That is hot yes. ice. You get the yes. fuck out of here. I know. Quit listening to our show. Pause <laughs> it. Turn it off. Yeah, but tell your husbands and wives about it. Um, yes, <laughs> yeah, so we, let them know. Maybe they'll well, enjoy yeah, it. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to grow not, the audience. Yeah, polyamorous. Well, just think, that, that just grows the audience. And we lose one, but we gain like what? Five, six? <laughs> yeah, upwards of five. <laughs> Upwards of five. Uh, <laughs> that's just a, that's just a shrewd business move. Back to Monopoly. That's uh, how it goes. All right, Drew. My question yeah. for you: You are uh-huh. trying to 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 really up the ante here um, in in sports entertainment. You've seen <coughs> WWE. Okay. You've seen New Wave Japan Wrestling, and Correct. you've seen uh, the XCW. You've watched all those, and yes, you you really want to up the game. And so my question to you when you're trying to up the game is why arm wrestling, not armed wrestling? This question 
is, of course, uh, by, oh, Jerry Shooter in the wrestling episode. Thank you very much, Jerry Shooter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm trying to, uh, okay. Here, like, I'm not going to beat WWE in spectacle. Uh, they've got a they've got a massive captive audience, and they've got the marketing budget. They're gonna they're just gonna outspend me, so I'm not gonna be able to go bigger than them. And as people may, may remember from our previous break, the bank, I think we answered a question similar to uh, why I think it was why three count pin and not fight until their HP bars yeah. get depleted because of just the brutality. And so, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna size up all of those arguments. You can go back and listen. Uh, uh, to those to get that whole vibe. Here's the thing. So I can't I can't beat WWE in scope and size, but I can beat them in emotion and detail. <laughs> and I'm gonna start by just going body part by body part. And so we're gonna have we're gonna instead of having like you know like your 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 featherweights, your heavyweights, it's gonna mm-hmm. be the arm dudes. It's gonna be guys who just do leg stuff. It's gonna be some people who do some emotional wrestling. Like maybe their their wife's in a car accident and they were gonna break up with it. You know how, how it goes. And so like it, you're gonna see the full range. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna compete with them on their field. I'm not gonna go to where they fight and fight them there. No, that's a stupid thing. They're gonna beat me there. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna shift and make them come to my field so I can compete for those viewership. And your field Easy. is arm wrestling. Uh, it, it's one of the yeah. We have we have a couple different okay. cards. Yeah. Gotcha. And I also think and correct me if I'm wrong, Drew, but yes. nobody else. But I'm almost positive that ECW's gimmick was that you could just like every weapon was a hardcore match. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know uh, shit about ECW, uh, yeah, it but was I stream championship wrestling. Yeah, but they were That's all about like what it was called. Yeah. So I think that you could have weapons the whole time. And guess what happened to it? Uh, it got bought out by WWE. And also canceled. <laughs> so, oh, one, so then the that's other. also why not armed wrestling. It doesn't sell. It loses its uh, yeah. its its appeal. If every weapon or every match has like a chair in it, that's good. The audience needs to sit. But <laughs> if every if every wrestler in said match is using chairs, then tell them to get up. They need to wrestle. <laughs> if they're hitting each other with those chairs. It'll lose its its luster, its volume. <laughs> Very good, Daniel. Yeah, you want some ice cream? You don't been tell a, me what I want. You've been a good boy, and you earned it. Oh. And, and you're with your mama, and you're walking down the supermarket aisle. Uh-huh. And she says you can pick up any flavor you want, and then you see it. You see your favorite flavor of ice cream. Mm-hmm. And so, Daniel, while I'm looking at your uh, at your fucking Ben and Jerry's concoction you got in your hand, I gotta ask, why Rocky Balboa, not Rocky Road? Uh, this question was from Melanie Jessel from our wrestling episode. Okay, uh, and this this is actually a surprisingly easy question to answer. Um, okay and here is why um rocky road ice cream comes with the following things in it Uh um it is it's chocolate it is some walnuts Uh uh-huh little bit of marshmallows in there little bit little bit of marshmallows 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is only three things. Here's the thing with Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa, there are currently, if you're not counting any of the side movies. I'm not. Which we never should. There are, I believe, five different flavors of, of within Rocky Balboa. I think that if you are watching it, you get a little bit of, you get some Russian flavors in there. I think you get um, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I'm pretty positive. You get a little bit of Hogan in there. Eat that right up. Who are some of the uh-huh. other ones? You get a, oh gosh, who's in the other two? Uh, Mr. T. Oh yeah, you get some tea. That's a good flavor. Yeah. Um, you get <laughs> you get some Natasha Bedingfield and Three Six Mafia. They apparently did the soundtrack for the newest one. <laughs> you get some Sinatra. You get there is so many flavors in addition to just rubber and blood. <laughs> you you also have sweat and tears and hard work. And so, and tell you and what, so even if you were to finish it, and it turned out that 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 ice cream wasn't really that good, and ended up not being victorious, yeah, yeah. you still learned a lot along the way. It still set and you up. Th- yeah, like, and that that would be fine if if you were building to the payoff. But you've already you've already earned this. Like, this is a treat. You want you want to kick back? Yes. So. And what what about blood and rubber and Mr. T is like pleasant to you? Well, it's and that one goes to <laughs> the newest one, which I I think is which one is it? Rocky Four. Uh, the the newest one is Creed. Yeah, that's, before that's Creed. that one is Rocky. No, 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 not Rocky Four. Rocky Five. Yeah. Is it Rocky Five or is it Rocky uh, Six? Rocky Jesus, which one is it? It's Rocky. Gee, how Rocky many? Five, then there? Rocky Balboa. Yeah, Rocky yeah, Balboa, Rocky is, Balboa six. is technically the sixth film, and Rocky Balboa. Yeah. This is. This is, he's already won. He's already done everything. He's already had it. He's achieved his victory. And you know how he rewards Mm -hmm. himself? By proving to himself that he really deserves it. Because there's new flavors of ice cream coming around. There's there's other people Mm -hmm. coming up. And people are saying, oh, hey, this is the next big thing. And then what he says is, you know what? I'm going to prove to you that this is the good flavor. And guess what? It's not. He loses in that movie. But it was important yeah. for him to eat it. It was important for him to go in and do that. Like, if I just if I just eat this ice cream and I'm feeling good about myself all the time, but I'm not making an effort with my blood and my sweat and my yeah. tears, all I'm going to do is sit on my chair and people are going to get on TV and they're going to talk bad about my records and they're going to talk bad about my stats. And I'm going <laughs> to say, no, if you're going to be talking shit, then I'm going to eat this ice cream. <laughs> I'm going to eat this Balboa. I'm going to chew on them tees. I'm going to chew on them hogs. I'm going to scarf that shit down. I'm going to scream out Adrian because my tooth is going to be hurt or out. One of the two. And then you know what? Once I'm done eating that ice cream, there's going to be a whole new person coming through. And they're going to be the creed of the situation. And they're going to say, man, I'm hungry for some ice cream. And they're going to be reaching for the Rocky Road. And I'm going to say, hey, listen, you think that that's good for you? train with this one and I'm going to point them to the Rocky Balboa ice cream and they'll say oh man this is great and then they're going to eat it and they're going to say oh man but how do I poop and that's a callback to <laughs> yes it's a callback to a wrestling too. episode where we talk ah. about the movie Creed having a very heart wrenching scene 
about oh, wearing that is the joke we did. And how you can't yeah. take them off to go to the restroom. You just got to fight that way. And that's what that's what ice cream yeah. is all about. It's about the good fight. Like when you when you get down to the nitty gritty. When you get down to the nitty gritty, you can sit there. You can stay vanilla and be like those bad boxing movies, which I can't name any because none of them are very good, apparently. But Rocky Balboa, mm-hmm. that's the only boxing movie I've heard of, except Bloodsport. But I think that might be martial arts. I've never seen it. <laughs> Have you not? I'm almost positive you have. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I pay woefully little attention when watching most films. <laughs> well, it's John Claude Van Damme, and that's not. Nobody's eating that. Oh wait a minute! Bloodsport's the um, it's one where it's like written by by, uh, by action movie guys. Oh yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's actually it's God. really good, but not boxing and not ice cream. <laughs> no, and not, yeah, it's neither one of those. True. Yes. You want to make a game. Okay. <laughs> you want to make a game that is good, that can appeal to 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 people of all of all creeds and races and 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 levels of 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 uh, humanhood <laughs> is the word I'm going to use. Uh, all walks of life. All right. Okay. And so you want something that everybody can relate to. And so why, Drew, pretty, pretty princess, not rattle me bones? <laughs> this is a question um, by Melanie Jessel, as they all were for the board games episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so why... I want it to be. I want it to to appeal to a wide range mm-hmm. of peeps, and so I pretty pretty princess. Not right, dude. Look, man, it's 2017. Yes. Like anyone can be a pretty pretty <laughs> princess, and I need to let. I need to show that that's the case, and I need to like encourage that mentality through play. You can even if, if you're not immediately unco- if you're not immediately comfortable with the idea, you can experiment in this game. A safe environment. Mm. You can see what it's like. You can dip your toe in to the pretty, pretty princess within you, mm. uh, and you can see how that plays out. You can you can live that fantasy in a safe, uh, welcoming, you know, environment before you do it in real life, as we all okay, should. Okay, so so it's better and, to and dip your toe death. into the yeah. pretty, pretty princess that could be within you, as opposed to dipping your toe into the skeleton that could be within yeah. you. Not even, yeah, that could be. I don't. I don't want to assume. I don't want to assume your internal structure or whatever, man. Again, it's 2017, but yeah. Like, and plus, I'm not trying to. I'm making. I'm making a nice game for a family. I'm not trying to rattle nobody's bones. What the fuck's up with that? Trying to rattle someone's. You're trying to relax. I have your bones rattled. I can only imagine that no, would I, hurt I, a lot. I will say, and I'm I not will trying say to. Just, uh, um, there's something that just sounds more pleasant about pretty, pretty princess. Like just hearing it in terms of a game, it's like because I didn't look up what the games are. I just know that pretty, pretty princess sounds Neither like did I. Oh, put jewelry on a princess. Look nice. Rattle me bones yeah. sounds terrifying. <laughs> it sounds like don't break the ice except for the board is a human skeleton. It's just 
<laughs> you grab it, you shake it, and you see if it all falls apart like a Jenga tower. It's like a fuck, like a fucked up operation. Yeah, <laughs> or or like, or like a regular one. My dog sucks. Stop, dog, please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. That sounds like a good yeah, dog to me. Warding off um, uh, That's They're how it be. The Christmas lights. <laughs> It's one of the two. I'll figure out. Uh, this next question, Daniel, is from uh, is from mm. Justin Jessel, and it was originally submitted uh, for our episode of female pop idols. And now, Daniel, for the context yes. here, you are world famous model and soccer player mm-hmm. David Beckham. Uh, numerous championships under your belt. It, uh, unnecessarily handsome. Literally, no need. For, for the handsomeness you got going on and the, okay. uh, and the athletics and you're wanting, um, you're wanting an attractive mate, like an attractive person to one, be attractive with, uh, fall in love with. Uh-huh. And, marry. and so it's, and so you're, you're scoping out, uh, you're scoping out some areas in which to find such a person. <laughs> and so with that in mind, Jessel's uh-huh. question is, why the Spice Girls and not a Spice Rack? And I'm looking I'm looking for someone attractive? Yeah, no, I fucked up the premise, but yeah, no, this is where we are. <laughs> you asked for easy ones and you get it. Thank you, true. I'm glad. I'm glad that you have a cold. <laughs> this is good for me. Um, okay, so me being David Beckham. Yeah. Like, being so handsome and charming mm-hmm. and so good at kicking a ball. Real good at I, it. I, I, I truthfully, I have no, I got no need for a spice rack. <laughs> if I'm looking for a real pretty, pretty girl uh-huh. and, and I open up my pantry and I, and I'm looking at a spice rack. Uh-huh. What am I expecting here? I, I, oh, paprika. Good. Hmm. All right. Cute. Not really attractive. I would. I would say like that's that's girl next door. If anything, <laughs> not my type. There's some salt in there. There's some uh, vinegar. That's the spice. I look at it. And I go, okay, cute. Still not quite what I'm looking for. Um, but but human women though. <laughs> Yo, have you seen these human ladies? Yeah. Um, and I don't. I don't want to to put down any of the various spices that could be in somebody's spice cabinet or spice rack. But I've seen a lot of human women in my day being uh-huh. David Beckham. Are. Um, none of them have been in a spice rack or if they have, I'm sorry, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I know. Yeah. And here's another thing. It's like, even if I'm just looking for one woman, uh-huh. I have a choice of five in the spice girls. There's just five of them there. And true. also, if I decide to be polygamous, I've already got the starting point. Five. Five and up. That's, that's how it goes. <laughs> I'm right there. I got, there. I got, oh, what did I call them in the other episode where this question was asked? Um, there's Super Spice. There was uh, Crazy Spice. Um, so far, Mo just, Spice. Yeah. Larry right. Spice. And Curly Spice. Killing it. And those, those were, those were each of the Spice Girls. Uh huh. They sure were. And then, so I would, um, 
I would go with all five of them because um, they're girls. They're pretty girls. Because <laughs> they're attractive women. Yeah, because they're attractive women and they're not just things on a rack. Or, or, And the question even ignores the things on the rack. It's a spice rack. There's not even yeah. anything in there. No, yeah, it's just the rack. If I was to walk to like the red carpet where they're about to film one of my soccer games – and and I walk up there in a tuxedo and I have my arm around a spice rack. Guess what? I don't. That thing's on the ground. And I'm just walking and I dropped it out of the car, out of the limousine. And so everyone says, oh, Beckham, you dropped your spice rack. And I say, uh, and I keep walking. <laughs> That's embarrassing. That's not mine. <laughs> if I come out of a limousine with all five of the Spice Girls, most people would probably say, who are they? And then they go, oh. Oh, okay. Those are the Spice Girls. Oh, they're back. Are they back? Yeah, that's, oh, they're back. Okay. With David Beckham. He's back, too. Good. <laughs> I'm excited. This is good. But they're all back. All right. Yeah, so I'm glad all six of them are starting to come back together. This is good. <laughs> For their comeback tour. Yeah. Beckham and the Spices. Speaking of spicy women. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, surely you are familiar with uh, UFC, man. Since apparently we just have so many wrestling questions here. Quite uh, quite a hefty bit. Well, here's one of them. Oh uh, yes. Um, <laughs> you uh-huh. are are Ronda are, are are Ronda Rousey. Okay, I agree. And and you have <laughs> you have just you've just lost. Uh, your match against whoever that girl was, that real big fight that you lost. Yeah, the one that beat me up. Ugh, I'm still yeah, torn up about it. You just lost that fight. Yeah. And and so you you really are trying to, once again, mm-hmm. shake things up a bit. Got to switch wanna, it up. Yeah, you, you're really like, okay, how do I revitalize yeah. my image? Mm-hmm. And then so uh, you finally make your debut and so with that question, this is a question from Mr. Christopher Smoot, friend of the show from the Rasslin episode. Why Ronda Rousey and not Rowdy Ronda Rousey? What the what the UFC fan base appreciates is authenticity. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to uh, A, go for a more bombastic stage presence and B, Blatantly rip off famed WWE <laughs> Hall of Famer Roddy Roddy Piper. I'd do that in the WWE. Like, that's where that would be done. Mm. And I'm not there. I should be. If you look at my stance and where my fan base is, <laughs> that's, that's, where, right. that's what, that's Very what I should be doing. Ronda Rousey yeah. and Roddy Roddy Piper. And that's what I should be doing, not where I'm at. So, it, it's it's the problem. Uh, you know, if, if you can't, can't criticize yourself, you know, what, what, are, you, what are you doing in – when you're doing the biz, that's what they say. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the problem with me is, you know, I was on a hot streak. I was undefeated. Yeah, you know, got a got got a started believing in my own hype, and that 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 caused me to not you know train, not not fix up some of my weaknesses, um, and that ultimately uh, led to me losing a, a key important fight. And okay. now that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. Um, and and you can either you can either learn from that, and you can double down and be the fighter you want to be. Or you can just let that destroy you in your whole career and not get any more of the endorsements or any more of the money. Well, I'm going to be the person with the money. That's going to be the job <laughs> I do. And so I'm going to I'm going to stay true. I'm going to just be Ronda Rousey. I'm not going to be undefeated fighter Ronda Rousey because, A, it's inaccurate, not yeah. true anymore. 
can't be that no more. Uh, and B, it strips away it strips away the character. It's now I'm just the person, Ronda Rousey. I'm just your normal, right. average, yeah. everyday person now that throwing lost, hammer you're fists. Back brand new yeah. because you're you. It's a brand new you. It's a new me. Oh, I like that a lot, actually. That's a really sweet answer. Yeah, That's thanks. Really cute. It is important to... Yeah. Oh, what the... <laughs> Sorry, some idiot sent me a Facebook message. People should. Know I really wish right it was now. me. No, I wish it, it was wasn't me so bad. He's friend of the show, Josh Hendricks. Uh, did you tell him to not? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, not. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, Nailed it. Fucking got him. Now, Drew. Yes. Your question to me. Yeah. Uh, this. Uh, my. So uh, the context for this question, Daniel, is is you. Are, are recording a podcast with me. Yeah. Um, and, Riley, and, and Riley Michaels has sent you a question from the wrestling episode. Who the thunk it? Jesus. Um, from the wrestling episode. Aye. And, um, and it, it getting, you know what? It didn't get used in the episode, but it got put into a bank and I hit a random number generator. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Um, and then. Your co-host hits you hits you with a question that's asked by Riley Michaels, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Riley. And his question is, why wrestling, not resting? It's just in general. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. As in, like, now, is this just, like, in terms of watching it or as a thing to do? As a thing to do. As a thing to Regular do. Regular human you. Why, why wrestling, not resting? Um, yeah. well, if I, I can actually answer this one completely honestly, cause I, um, way back when, uh, when I was about 10 or 11, I weighed, I weighed about like 200 pounds. I was a fat fucking kid. Um, and so being so fat and fucking, <laughs> I was not in a very good shape. And then all of a sudden, uh, Lenny gets a camera. And and this is weird. <laughs> this is a weird start. <laughs> and I'm excited. Fucking, but no, he got a camera. Uh-huh. And you, do you know how like in like at the start of like wrestling, uh, they usually do a disclaimer of like, "Hey, don't do this at home." Yeah, we did it at home. We no, I know. We would wrestle often. Yeah, and at home. Yeah, and we would film it, and we would wrestle. All the time, we would do matches on the trampoline. We would do some in the yard. Uh, we we did a lot of very dangerous things that really should have broken some bones, but we never did. Uh-huh. And the only real bad thing that happened mm-hmm. by doing exactly what they said to, to not, not do, do is that yeah. I lost a lot of weight <laughs> because okay. I was being very active. So. Yeah. I, I don't know why WWE is so adamant about people not doing the things they show because that shit probably, works. That it's shit. Probably the danger. I see why they look good. I'm I'm alive, so I can only <laughs> assume that nobody's died doing it, or if they have, it was because they weren't filming. It was, it was, so, so you know, we do like backflips off of shit. I. I got knocked off the top of a ladder into a bush and the branch of the bush almost just impaled through my butthole. <laughs> it was, but guess what? It didn't. 
Instead, what it did was just hurt my back real bad, and I lost like 10 pounds. And then I just kept doing that. And you want to know what's happened, uh, Drew, uh, since I've started not wrestling and just been a lot less active and essentially resting every day? Uh, what has happened, Daniel? I've gained weight, Drew. <laughs> I've, gained, uh, I've gained a fair amount uh, comparatively to how I was at my most active wrestling phase. Well, hot damn, you don't say. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is, so truthfully, truthfully, especially because I know that it won't hurt me, I need to get back into wrestling. I need to get back into it. And I would encourage all the listeners at home and all the viewers of WWE – Especially if you have the network, skip over that Bart. That little that little bit, just skip to five minutes into the episode. Skip right over the disclaimer. You just get in it, get some good ideas, frog splash your friends, fall off a ladder onto a bush, do a do fucking jump off a van. I've done that. It hurt, but not enough. <laughs> but not nearly enough. It hurt enough to get me to stop. It'll never have yeah. hurt enough to get All me to stop. All it did was just hurt these pounds off my body. It was <laughs> no pain, no gain. Remember that. Imagine how thin I would be if I had died. <laughs> just imagine. Literally weightless. <laughs> look, look, here's the thing. There's there's no weight that feels as bad. As, I've, I've lost the metaphor. Fuck it. We're moving on. <laughs> true yeah there is a terrorist you don't understand (laughs) he has done some unspeakable horrors but he knows where the even bigger badder terrorists are and you have him in a room by himself and you really need to get some answers out of this guy so drew i have to ask you this question this question is of course from board games it is from paul smith and the question is, when you were trying to get answers from this man, why Twister, not twist him? He's got to understand that I know where he's coming from. He's got to feel that I've got an intimate knowledge of his history, his past, his customs, and his personal well-being. I'm not going to get him. I'm not going to get that intimacy from across a table or from grabbing onto his parts and moving them all about. I'm going to need to be up in his entire business. And, and the most, the most intimate game I am aware of is Twister. I'm going to be all up in his right hand red. He's not going to see this left (laughs) of blue until he sees me do it. And then he knows that I'm from the old country as well. I can left foot blue with the best of them. And I gotta earn his respect that way. So the only way I'm gonna get any answers out of this fellow. That's the only way. Only way. It's even better because I'm picturing <laughs> like a, like a 24 situation, and so it's it, 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 it cuts in and it's like the burn, 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 and it's Jack Bauer, and he's got like, like right foot green, and he's all twisted up like a pretzel, and the other guy's just sitting in the chair because the other guy's spinning the thing. Oh, he's not he's, even he's playing. Like, yeah, yeah, Jack Bauer's playing by himself. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, and it just cuts in and he's just all twisted up. <laughs> Next time on 24. No, if this guy <laughs> sees the, the literal lengths that you are willing to go to, <laughs> just your actual <laughs> stretched out arm. It's like, wow, he's willing to stretch his right arm all the way to red. 
and his left foot all the way to blue. Dang. He's got, he loves his country. He's got the stuff. And I, I can relate to that. I love my country, too. That's a good way to handle the terrorist. I, I feel like that was a... Yeah, dude. Knocked a, knocked a park down with that one. <laughs> you know what? I try. With that in mind... Uh, oh, nice. I rolled number 69. Dope. Uh, which one is this one? Oh, sound the alarm. Woo! I'm not going to put in an alarm. Uh... <laughs> I, it would be literally so easy. It'd be so easy to do. Uh-uh. Uh, however, for fans of 69, you should check out the uh, the art for one of our uh, our seasons. There's uh, a joke in there. Nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> just, nice. Just one, of them. Yeah, just one of them. They're all pretty nice. So just check out whichever one you want. My favorite thing is that joke is less obvious the longer the show runs. Because currently, there's one option for you to look at. Um, okay. We'll get them. We'll get it in there. All right. So, Daniel, this yeah, question man. is from friend of the show, Linton Lees. Thank you, Linton. It was submitted. Is it from the wrestling episode? It's from our female pop idols episode. He oh, good. The... Okay. I'm revitalized. Hit me up. Yeah, he couldn't have submitted for the wrestling episode. He was in that one. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, so, this one, Daniel, you are trying. You're, you're mm-hmm. at a, you are a prince of a kingdom. And... And you need to find a suitable uh, <laughs> mate. Uh, you're also real attractive and you play soccer, but that's unrelated to you. Yes! The uh, Good. Uh, and you, you that's see... That's a callback. Sound the alarm. <laughs> it's a callback to earlier in this episode. Um, <laughs> and, and you see, like see her. Uh, you, you met eyes earlier in the night uh, at the mm-hmm. previous ball, but then she got away just before midnight. And all you had was a shoe. Uh, and you, and you knew, you know, deep down that she's the one, even though you've literally not talked to each other about anything, but you know, mm-hmm. in that, in that magical way that only a prince can know that somebody is the one, but there's also a lot of women here. The party's in your honor and you're a prince. So Daniel, with that in mind, Lydia's question is why all the single ladies and not a single lady. Hmm. Um, and for continuity, please remember that you did argue against polygamy earlier in the episode. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I have a, a single shoe. Why all of the single ladies? Um, well, here's the main deal with it. Uh-huh. Is that I, I have a lot of things against polygamy. Yes. I am vehemently against it. I don't like the way it looks <laughs> I don't I don't like the sound of it it's too <laughs> okay. loud yeah but, not my but, bag but I will tell you this a thing that I'm into is is as I said in Monopoly I'm into being fairly selfish yeah um and so with that in mind this woman left mm-hmm. she left her shoe yes I know how this story goes I got to track that woman down. I got to put this shoe on all sorts of women. Mm-hmm. I got to do it to find this one. I had the shoe. I'm trying to find one particular woman with it. Yeah. Where the second option of just all of them means that I can just avoid the whole process of looking for that one because all of them includes her in there somewhere. It's just, you know what? You'll get to her eventually. Yeah. I'm going to marry every <clears throat> one of you. <laughs> in, in, in the goals that that if they're all me, if they're all for me, 
I got the one. I just, I cut the search real quick. I said, you know what? Here, all of you fit in this one shoe. Just put, everyone put your foot in there. <laughs> Hokey pokey that thing. Just just get in there. Get on And in. then there you go. All my wives. And and I found my, my, my princess charming, as the term is. Um, and just many other ones. Many, many other ones. Mm-hmm. So, and even though I hate the idea of having all those wives, I love the idea of having all those divorces. <laughs> just, <laughs> just imagine how good that one girl is going to feel when I have <laughs> like several millions and millions of divorce papers and I'm one by one eliminating all of the ones that aren't her. And I'm just like, this one means nothing to me. This one, Cheryl, fuck Cheryl. Hey, remember this one? This is Margaret. Psh, I don't get out of here. <laughs> Bye. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just signing off all those divorces. And then she's like, what about me? And it's just like, you know what? No, no, not you. Nah, you're good. I'm not going to sign my name on this one, but he still, I still have the paper just in case, <laughs> but, here's, but I'm not going to put my name on it. Here's, here's the not thing. Yet. I want, I want our whole on I want, I want, especially our married audience to really hear that one. So like, I'm like, like, look, look at, uh, call your spouse into the room. I know you're not listening to this together. Call your spouse into the room. We'll wait or just pause it until they come in. All right. Now hit play again. No, no. Our married, <laughs> I, I it, if you're listening to this later then yes, but currently no. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, you, uh, Julia needs to sleep. Uh, and, and look at them. <laughs> and, and I want you to consider your entire marriage together and consider the fact that that person that you were so special to them that they forwent any other opportunity with other, with other people that they could have to be with you forever. It's part of the bond of being married. And that's, and that's pretty good, but would it not be better <laughs> If they explicitly had every option literally in front of them, and then and one by one was like, no, just no, them. And just like, no, 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 just no, cutting them out, no, cutting them no. out. No, it's like bridal. It's, it is like bridal warriors. It's it's <laughs> they are Lee Fang on the battlefield, just swatting through all these other brides, just cutting them down, <laughs> getting a thousand hit combo, knocking them out of here. I say for you. Yeah. Nope. And and the thing is like, I'm a prince. I just have like all of them lined up in my castle and a butler just passes them a paper in a line. There's so many crying women as I love. (laughs) They're just going and they each just have to leave Mm -hmm. one at a time. Each one taking their foot out of that one glass slipper as they're (laughs) heading out my castle. (laughs) Until only one foot's in there. And that's, you know, and the thing about it is, is like I'm willing to make a lot of of sacrifices mm-hmm. in my marriage. Yeah. Um, but to sacrifice literally so many marriages for a marriage that y- you that you that is some next anymore. level romance right yeah. there. Yeah. And, and so the denial again, of love to create a new one. Now I know how like cheating like girlfriends feel when they break up a marriage. That's sweet uh. as shit. Yeah, it's it's like it's, it's like wow! I can't loving, believe you left your wife for me. Yeah, it's the most <laughs> loving act. That is true romance. All right, now you no can tell romance you, yeah. is higher than than getting a person to divorce their husband or wife for you because you know they really like you 
if they're willing to just do all that paperwork. <laughs> and, and again, married uh, married members of the audience who I specifically <laughs> stated to be in the room right now. I want you to really listen to that part also. That's for you going forward. <laughs> really remember that. that. There's nothing more loving <laughs> than having another single woman ruin your marriage. Or a single man, you know. Whatever. Whatever you got to do. It's 2017, <laughs> man. Be woke. Hey, if there's two things we've learned in this episode. Polygamy, not for it. But <laughs> snag it away. <laughs> but literally an, an infinite, an infinite or an exponential amount of divorces. Totally down. <laughs> totally down. You know why? That's, <laughs> divorces are legal. <laughs> And the law is very important. <laughs> All of those marriages, not really. But divorce, that's legal as fuck. That is, <laughs> like, you just do them all one at a time. Yeah, hot damn. In fact, the more you get divorced, the more not a The more romantic it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you manage to find a guy who's been married four times, he's a keeper. Because if he leaves his wife for you. And you're the fifth one. That's four romances worth of love on top of your relationship. <laughs> that's your that's your Prince Charming right there. Do whatever he says. Yeah, that's you. You found him. you have found you found you have found one. the one of many. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a good bit. Drew, I have one more question for you. Hell We're yeah. End it on a real good high note, okay? Hell yeah. <clears throat> um I will do one one bit of 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 some of a look up, a lookaroo. Okay, who are you? Okay. Uh, Drew. Yeah. You are a very a handsome man. Well, thank you, you. Are trying to land yourself a very attractive woman. Um, <laughs> you just want you. You know, you're real cute. You're a prince. You're a Beckham. You got everything you need. Yeah. Um, and you just want the prettiest, prettiest uh, thing to be with. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. with that in mind, Drew, yeah, why Greco-Roman, not <laughs> Rebecca <laughs> Romaine Stamos, circa 1998? This question is, of course, um, Paul Smith. This sounds like a Paul Smith question. Yeah, yeah from wrestling. Yeah. So, although I didn't look that it was about wrestling, so your question wasn't. So there you go. So mine wasn't. Well, yeah, because mine's about uh, as about finding me a sweetheart. Circa nineteen ninety eight or ninety six. Nineteen ninety eight. Okay, so is I'm it going to be that big of a difference <laughs> for I, you? I I want to make sure uh, that that I'm answering the correct one. All right. So I got that. All right, now let me just look up uh, Greco-Roman. I'm not going to look up Greco-Roman. I know that you one. You don't want to look up Greco-Roman wrestling. That's, that's, that's me being silly. Um, look, Rebecca Romaine, I get it. Attractive. <laughs> pretty. 
uh, looks that stand the test of time. Talented. Yeah. Leggy. And my favorite thing is it, it yeah. especially stands the test of time because this one is specifically only this one time. Yeah, yeah it's only this once. Uh, swim Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Maxim swimsuit model. Uh, apparently shape swimsuit <laughs> model. I, I, I get it. Greco-Roman. Uh, for, for those in the audience who don't know. Two butt-ass naked men <laughs> in the heat of the Greek sun or the Roman uh-huh. sun or somewhere in between. Combat sport for honor. To the death? Maybe. I wasn't there. <laughs> they don't have anything to get in between them. They, they, there's, no, there's, there's the rule of conduct and there's just you and that guy. Mm-hmm. Again, butt-ass naked. In the Roman sun. Muscly arms. In the Roman sun. Sometimes in Greece. Uh, sometimes there's Greece on you and you're Romans. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to connect with Rebecca Romaine. There's nothing about... Like, I, I, I'm, I'm... Again, it, it's been established. I'm fairly attractive in this. You're in this Beckham question. attractive. I'm Beckham attractive. This is Rebecca Romaine, 1998. is a whole other level. There's always going to be that weird vibe. There's always going to be one of us is 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 definitely not on the level of the other. Yeah, because you age. But you know who? Yeah, I, I age, and she's forever in 1998 swimsuit model. You know who's definitely on the exact same wavelength as me? This other butt-ass naked man wrestling for honor of country and the Groman son slathered pig fat grabbing at my whole body. He and I, we get it. <laughs> We know. It, you, there's no time to talk. You, you can't. You can't work these things out. You can't post this on the cover of Sports Illustrated. It, you'd be censored, and you would not be sold anywhere. Again, butt ass naked. And so it's a more intimate connection, just like Twister. I'm right up on this guy. I got. I all. All of my body parts are on red. You know what I'm saying? Man, I wish I grab it on, but I do. I really do. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, you did wrestling. You oh, filmed no, it. No, that is canon. Um, and so the, the, the it's just it's so much more of an intimate because again, I'm 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 Beckham hot. I can get anyone. It's not an issue. But can, who can I connect with? And I don't have the option like you did to divorce everyone. <laughs> so I just gotta strip down like you sometimes do. We've all been there. I hope your spouse is still in the room when I asked you to call him in earlier. Look him in the eyes. Both of you. Get butt-ass naked. Cover yourselves in grease. Get to wrestling. That's going to be an intimate connection. I I, guarantee it. I can honestly say, in this entire time we've been doing this Uh podcast, I think the idea of you essentially telling, and not even in a grotesque way, but almost genuinely telling our listeners to fuck... Makes me feel really weird. (laughs) You know, because it's not it's not like we're just saying, hey, you know, it's like, fuck, you're saying, hey, your husband, your wife, your girlfriend that, that, you know, the person that you are comfortable with spouse, get naked. Get 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 butt ass naked. And then wrestle. It really it really throws a wrench into my works, I think. It, and it's not even just that it, it's 
it's Russell to form yeah, an emotional really, bond. You will really be on just, the same level. You'll be on the ground. Man. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I just I just don't know where I'm supposed to get all that pig fat from. <laughs> I gotta figure out crowd like before this episode comes out when i listen back to it God, i gotta prepare myself <laughs> I got yeah, what you're gonna have to listen to it when you're you know when you're when your spouse is home like you gotta, yeah, you gotta prep thing for this is, this is like is, like this is, whole this is like this is like a week-long foreplay <laughs> right now because yeah. i'm already anticipating it yeah being told to me yeah you, in the future, in five days, I have to fuck. <laughs> yeah. And and here's the thing, audience. I I want you to, under no circumstances, tell us about this when you do it, or 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 tell your friends about it. Don't don't speak of this to anyone. This no, is between yeah, you this and is your significant between other. You and your significant other, your your husband, your wife, what have you. We don't discriminate yeah. against one on one relationships. But polygamous, <laughs> I swear to fucking God, <laughs> yeah. if you if what I call, you, tell yeah. me about all six of your partners, <laughs> yeah, it's a whole bag. We're going to be throwing hands and I'll lose that fight because I can't beat six people at once. <laughs> My hands are on blue. They're already down there. How am I supposed to throw these? <laughs> So the three th- the three lessons we've learned from this episode before we cut to commercial break. Um, one, it is it is great to be selfish. Divorce is fine. No issues with that. Divorce only gets better with more divorces. Yeah, and divorces increase your level of love as time goes on. The more divorces you accumulate, the more romance you have uh, in reserve. Because you know, you've fact- had love from all of those. In, in fact, uh, look at your significant other. Again, married couples listening. Uh, uh, fin- finish your wrestling match. Call in Call in your lawyer friend. Get divorced right now. Now call in your priest friend. Get married again. You know what you just did? You just got divorced. You, you know You know what's really intimate? That a, a really intimate thing you can go through with someone else? Call in a, a lawyer before you put any of your clothes back on. And then also call in a priest <laughs> into the room before kicking yeah. the lawyer out or putting any of your clothes back on. <laughs> you just had them on retainer. Yeah. <laughs> just in the other room, listening against the door to all your little... Just and the, and the lawyer just kind of walks in confused with a briefcase, and you're like, "We're ready for the divorce, sir." And, and the priest can kind of peek through as the lawyer walks through. He's like, "What the fuck?" And then the lawyer's in there with the door closed for a while. You just hear a little like pencil on a paper. Yeah, and then he leaves. He looks at the priest. And he just says, "I don't know, man." He's like, but there. and the priest goes, <laughs> what do I need to do? And, and you're like, listen, holy priest, I need you to perform the sacred, the sacred ritual of marriage. He goes, what? <laughs> okay. Right now, but you're butt ass naked. Butt ass naked. And yes. I don't know what happened to the lawyer. <laughs> There's so many things. And, and then he, he flips, he flips to the page. He goes, all right, if both the husband and wife would put their right hands on red. <laughs> then read the good book. Read the good book. And say, I solemnly swear. 
Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know in a courtroom scenario there's usually a bible you can just have the lawyer do both honestly yeah you just have him swear on whatever you want promise to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth so help you god do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife and you just say yes sir i do and then there you go it's you knock him you knock them both out the judge bangs his gavel he was there why not (laughs) <laughs> yeah, call call in a judge. Look him in the call eyes. Judge, look. Listen to this bit. But don't you dare marry any. Don't dare. Don't marry that don't priest or that lawyer I, yeah, or that judge. I, look, and I I get it. There's a lot of people going around. It's a really confusing situation for you right now. Do not, under any circumstance, marry any of these other people <laughs> that I have gotten involved. <laughs> they they are they are not they are not in this with you and your significant other. They they are necessary. But do not marry them. It ruins the whole vibe of the show if you do that. The Lord and, and said again, that marriage has to be between two people exclusively, regardless of race or gender. And he also yes. said divorces are fine. Yeah, they're totally good. But, and again, you go upwards to five, <laughs> then, then you're crossing the line. You cross and the line. again, above all of that, do not tell us about any of this at all, ever. But with that in mind, but <laughs> yeah, put the wow emoji. That's how we'll know. That's how we'll know. <laughs> if you listen all the way through, give us the wow. You, and you and you slathered up the that hog heat. <laughs> you know, go ahead and go ahead and give us a big old open mouth. Wow. <laughs> no. Wow. And then we'll know. And then the other ones will know. And then comment nice if you see someone else's wow yeah. and you know Anytime why. Anytime you see a wow, comment nice. And then if they give you a yeah. wow, hmm. Yeah, then, then, that's, then they know. That's a good sign, but I don't know what that one means. <laughs> that's for you guys. And don't you dare tell us about and what do you guys are doing with, with the person you're commenting so, on. Yeah, so help me God. Uh, this has been Why This Not That. Uh, I've been Drew. Uh, co-host has been Daniel. Uh, uh, we want to go ahead and thank Prax uh, for making our intro and outro music, as well as all of our audience members who have submitted things. And again, for Break the Banks, literally submit any question at any time. If it doesn't fit into a theme for an episode, we will put it in here and we will get to it because we do appreciate all of the submissions. And don't forget uh, to not tell us about it. Uh, uh, but with all that said uh, as we always say uh, uh, I will say that if this is where you choose to put the music like how we like to talk over the music when it happens Uh um, this episode I will give an okay you know this this one this one felt pretty good I'll give it like a, you know, on a scale of one to ten, like ten being uh, James Egan Holmes, one being oh, uh, like man. Holiday. I yeah. Think this, like, I'm feeling like a six. I'm feeling like a good six. Maybe a seven on the last bit. As this felt real good. As a, as a genuine thought about the quality of the episode, I would love to shit for this to be our like average, like for us to average at about here. The show would I think be amazing if it was averaging like at this at this level of quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this would be this would be pretty good. Yeah. Um, and so now we just need someone to say something very funny 